0: This is Fleet. Hello, and welcome slash welcome back. Uh, My name is Rebecca Powgam, and I would love to be ax-murdered, but... Not really. This is a podcast where we review horror movies from classic slasher flicks to psychological thrillers. You name it. Perhaps I will review it. How are you? Howdy hi. Howdy hey. Uh, I hope you've had a great day. Ching, ching, ching. That's me winking at you. Uh, you can't see it, but I am. Um, how is everybody? Uh, been a week. And I still have not gotten uh, my Shutter account like I had meant to. But, guys, don't worry. Shutter account is being set up tonight. Um, and next week, reviews. We're going to have even newer movies than the one that I'm going to give to you right now, which I'm very excited about tonight. And that movie, I guess we should just go on, get on in, because I have nothing else to say. Um, but tonight's movie review is Jeremy Gardner's and Christian Stella's After Midnight. Oh, yes, I chose Hal as my, as my quote from the movie. Um, okay, so I'm very excited about this review. It's going to be a short one again, yet a little mini-sode because that's kind of just what I'm just kind of what I want to do lately. I mean, long episodes are great when I have a lot to talk about, but I'm realizing, like, not everything has to be a full-length episode. Some things are, some things are minisodes, baby, and that's just the way it is. But, um, okay, I'm very excited about this movie because I actually know these people. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, they've known me since i was a little baby (laughs) since i was a little little kid um pretty much most of them most of the people that were a part of this were you know have known me since i was a youngin due to the fact that my uncle actually um is friends with these people are is friends are friends he's friends with the people who created this movie so very exciting um so, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie and you want to see it, um, without it being spoiled, then pause right here and go watch it, it's on Amazon Prime, um, or if you're too scared and you want to watch it, but you don't want to, I don't know, be scared. Wait, you don't, wait, okay, I said that wrong. <laughs> you don't want to watch it, but you want to join in the conversation, um, then listen on, take what I say, make it your own. This is a good one to have in your realm of movies because I just found out that it placed number seven on Tomato Rotten Tomatoes' tomato meter of best movies, best horror movies of 2020, which is so exciting. So exciting. I know these people. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. It's so exciting. Um, I say I know these people knowing that they don't really probably even remember me other than Juan's niece, which is fine. Um, But anyway, uh, plot, whoa, shitty movie plot. I was like, what the, what do I usually say here? Shitty movie plot. So the shitty movie plot of this movie is a young couple um, facing some problems (laughs) I really didn't write anything down for this uh god okay a young couple very much in love 10 years later they're starting to struggle due to the fact that they haven't done anything really with their lives the girlfriend leaves and the man's the boyfriend, the man, the boyfriend, his brain starts to deteriorate, and he starts to see a monster. Okay, that, that was, that was a description. Yeah, I'll say it was. I don't know if it was the best for this movie. It kind of leads you to believe that this movie is something other than what it is, but um, I'm going to just go with it. I'm just going to roll with it. Um, Okay, so this movie... It's exciting for me to do this review like I said I know these people. Um, I've worked with them on set on my uncle's movie and and they're great. they're fun people they're really cool. I always kind of get their vision they're very grimy grungy kind of vibe but um I'll be honest, I I did not love after midnight. And here's why. Um the movie itself I think is I, I think it's a good movie. I think it stands pretty well. Um I think the acting is great. Uh I can't remember the main actress's last name, but her name's Bria. Actually, you know what? It's a good thing I have the internet here. Ain't it? Ain't it great? Bria Grant. So, Bria Grant is the lead actress in this movie, and I think she's really lovely. She's just so cute, and you want to eat her up. And, you know, Jeremy Gardner, he does a great job in uh, most everything he does that I've seen. Um, He was in The Battery. He was in my uncle's uh, movie that comes out this year called Fingers. Um, You know, he's great. He's, like, very natural and kind of crazy, which is fun. Um, And then Henry Zebrowski, which is... he's just funny just a funny guy (laughs) and you know he was funny and this and I thought all of that like the acting was great but the script itself and this movie being sold and like targeted as horror was kind of uh it wasn't I don't know it just wasn't I don't know if that was the smartest move or route for this. I don't think it was a horror movie, if that makes any sense. I was really excited that I saw it on the 2020 Rotten Tomatoes list. I had very high hopes. And I was actually, when this movie came out, I was supposed to see it in LA because I had known about it. Again, my uncle is like close friends with these people and, um... I was supposed to see it like where it was playing but I guess I couldn't get a hold of tickets and my uncle was being like annoying and wasn't you know giving me all the details but um I don't know man like I don't it wasn't that it was a bad film I don't think it was a bad movie it's targeted as horror romance and it has an 87 percent in Rotten Tomatoes but it has a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. But it says also, again, 60% likes this movie. So it was, like, really mixed reviews. And I thought people maybe were just being a little, like, nippy in the, like, if you look up After Midnight and you look at the reviews under, the like, the Google whatever. Um, but I I'll be honest, I kind of agree with a lot of the, I don't want to say roasts, but like, the the commentary on it, because it wasn't a horror movie. It was very much a romance movie that's like, I guess, wrapped around in, in this horror, like in, I don't know. I don't really know. The monster to me is really what didn't make sense, and I think what I would have liked to have seen in this movie is, this is going to sound harsh, and now I don't want, it's hard because I don't want anyone... I know, to not like me anymore. (laughs) Uh, It just, I think the writing could have been a lot better. Um, I think a lot of the problem lies in the writing. I don't think enough of what we needed to know was established. I think it was too focused on this romance rather than the horror aspect of it. Because a lot of it, it was very much a lot of talking and like nothing and flashbacks and don't get me wrong cuz like Christian Stella his i think his cinematography skills are amazing like i think it the whole movie watching it was very beautiful to watch like it was it, it looked like it had a pretty good budget and um for an independent movie and you know the monster itself was awesome uh, i thought the monster was really cool but i would have liked to see the monster more or be more incorporated incorporated in the movie because I I mean I think the way that I read the the synopsis I thought it was going to be the man's mind was deteriorating deteriorating because of his girlfriend leaving him so the monster wasn't really there kind of like a black swan type deal um but just with this like you know man from the sticks but it it wasn't it was really it was like kind of corny kind of cheesy and I don't know how to go more into detail about that besides the fact that like the whole thing was revolving around this girlfriend leaving like it, it was just felt so random the two things happening at the same time like why I don't know it just it didn't make sense to me entirely like what was the importance of the monster you know I mean I don't know like because the girlfriend came back so and like I think she would have said yes to him marrying asking her to marry him if the monster didn't attack him at the end like it just felt so like random and randomly placed that I like couldn't get on board with it um and I'm sad about it because I like the first time you see the little monster's claw I got so excited I got so hyped I was like oh oh it's starting it's happening but no it was very slow it was a lot of like again it was just nothing there wasn't really anything going on besides like him missing his girlfriend and being pissy and shooting things and like you know what it's still i still kind of enjoyed it like i i enjoyed it there are things that i specifically enjoyed about it because again i know these people like they threw in which was so cute <laughs> they threw in my uncle's first movie called jennifer help us which i want to do a review on um came back came out in like 2012 I don't know ooch ouch, ooch I don't know um but they threw that in as the movie that he was watching while he or like while he, he was watching before he fell asleep which was really awesome for me to see because I was like oh my god that's my uncle's movie inside this other movie it's great and like there were so many things that I like could appreciate about the movie but I just couldn't like get on board with with it it wasn't horror it was I don't know what it was (laughs) it was like a drama and then there was a monster for some reason which was interesting it was also interesting because uh the monster really resembled like the Demogorgon from Stranger Things and the sound that it made kind of had a similar sound to the Demogorgon which was also interesting um but I just I don't know man like I wanted more of that monster that monster was awesome but why was his only purpose to bother Jeremy Gardner like what 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 does this guy want to do with Hank so bad and like what and why was the brother such a dick at the end for no reason that like there were certain things I just like it this is going to sound uh sound a little mean, but it very much felt like um college writing like college movie writing but but these people are like far out of college. So that's the only thing. It's like it it, it was it looked great. Um the acting I think was great. Um You know, the sound mixing was awesome. All of these different things were awesome about it, except the actual, I think, plot and storyline really dragged and was really boring. And it kind of left the audience in the dust and waiting and wanting more. Because if that monster had appeared more, or had been like just a little bit more consistent in the story. We could see him a little more. I don't know. I would have been, it would have been, I wouldn't be, uh slamming it like this and even then again I'm not trying to slam it I still think it was a cool movie like it was cool to watch cool to experience it looked great I can understand like uh, I can understand the hype about it sort of um but I don't I just the storyline was like really boring to me I didn't find I'm not a huge romance person either but like and I don't mind romance in movies but it was just kind of like ugh. But what are we waiting for? Where, what? I want the monster. I don't want the girlfriend to come back unless she is the monster. Um, so that was kind of my hot take on it. What I really want to know is why it scored so well on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, because it's right... It's number seven. And number six is that Elijah Wood movie, which is like daddy something I have yet to watch it but I've heard really good things about that movie and I'm just kind of like I don't I don't know if I understand the hype exactly I want to watch it again and give it another go but I don't know I wasn't I wasn't in love with it but I did appreciate it and think it was really cool and shot really like well acted well shot all of that stuff, like, I thought it was great. And I, I even love, like, how the monster comes out. There's that little bit of comedy element to it, which is fun. Um, and it helps it with the pacing a little bit when things start to get a little bit more funny. Uh, but again, it felt, it just felt a little flat uh, for my personal taste. If I, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've probably said it 17 times, huh? If that monster had come out one more time maybe I would have liked this a little bit better um but yeah I mean again not too bad I would it's not a scary movie very it's not very scary so I want to watch it again and I would recommend it to people because I think it's shot beautifully and like it definitely is something I would look at and use as an example of like everything here kind of hits its mark besides the writing but like I would look at it and be like I wanted to I could com- use it in a conversation where I'd be like oh, I kind of wanted to have like an after midnight kind of look to it da-da-da-da. you know what I mean that kind of deal but um other than that it wasn't my favorite wasn't the worst um and I think I'll definitely watch it again just to see if I can get into it a little more and maybe find some more hidden things that I didn't see the first time but it just it was kind of one note a little bit and that's my only qualms with it <laughs> other than that I thought it was pretty good minus okay wait one last thing writing again it, the monologue I think Bria is so lovely and the monologue where they're sitting out in front of the porch or inside and the doors open to the porch and they're waiting for the monster that whole bit made me so uncomfortable because it just was like what is this movie about (laughs) why is this monster like a symbol like is it symbolism for something like is it supposed to mean something other than what it is and maybe that's what I missed and maybe that's why I I, again I can't get that into it but that whole bit was weird and I think Jeremy's performance in that only in that little like snippet was a little wonky to me because I don't know it just felt disconnected and maybe they were tired when they were shooting or something I don't know the process but that situation right that scene specifically made me feel like hmm I don't know about this one chief but uh yeah again besides that just a little one note fell a little flat I would still recommend it to people I think it's got a great look to it and it's people um who've known me since I was like eight maybe earlier maybe later I don't know um, I was a kid. <laughs> but um yeah, you can totally check it out. On the spooky meter, I would give it a one out of five. I don't think it's scary. Um, it kind of has like suspense kind of thrillerness about it, but it's not horror. But definitely check it out. See for yourself, tell me what you think. Um and yeah that's all for today's review next week next week you're getting a special treat once that shutter subscription goes through baby um thank you guys so much for listening and and supporting me and all my endeavors i appreciate you guys so much and if you could uh, leave a like or a rating or a follow or you know review on apple podcasts and spotify please i would love it appreciates it i appreciate it it helps so much it helps further this podcast it helps me get a get in tune with what you guys like to hear and you can follow me at at rabica or at i would love to be ax murdered or both you choose i don't care i love you unconditionally (laughs) thank you guys and i'll see you next week peace was Fleet.